the basketball game is canceled. Who's my partner going to be this season? I wonder what position I'm going to play in baseball and how tryouts are going to go. Have you heard? Some schools have decided to play only conference matches this season because of the situation. Things are in a constant state of flux. When your next matches are, who you're going to be playing with, are you starting, who are you going to be playing against, are you even going to play? All these things are changing on a daily basis. These situations are difficult enough in daily practices and training, and even more difficult now with COVID and variants and mandatory testing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So what do you do? How do you prepare yourself for a situation that is constantly changing? Here are a few ideas and tools to help get you going in the right direction. The current situation can cause stress and anxiety in many people. See episode eight, Handling Pressure. One of the best things we can do is focus on the things that we can control, episode four. But when that focus becomes more difficult, try some type of calming or relaxing or energy-releasing activity. What works is going to be different for every person. For some, a relaxing activity such as taking a deep breath when you are in the situation, or reading a book, or meditating, or sitting down to relax, or do something that shuts off your brain for a bit, helps to recenter and renew focus. Does that sound like something that would be helpful for you? For others, a more physical activity is required. It could be a calming activity, such as doing yoga, or cleaning the house, or organizing, or whatever makes you feel better. It can be as simple as taking a walk outside on the beach, for those of you that live in weather that allows that in the winter. Or it can be more high energy to help release extra energy you may have, such as doing a workout, or going for a run, or a bike ride, or chopping some wood, an example used by one of my Canadian listeners. If you're in lockdown again, then your options may be a bit more limited and you'll need to get creative. For example, use gallons of water and food cans as weights. The important thing is to find what works for you and do something to take back feeling in control of the situation. Speaking of being in control, are we ever really in control of our situation? What we are in control of is what we do, what we think, how we act and how we respond to the things around us. For example, we do not have any control over our preseason match getting canceled because the school is no longer playing non-conference games. We also don't have control over a game getting canceled because the other team tested positive. What we do have control over is how we respond to the situation. For example, we can get mad at not competing, or we can look at it as an opportunity for extra practice or an inner squad scrimmage. Think about the last situation that happened when things did not go how you expected. How did you respond? Did did your response help the situation or make it worse? Were you a positive leader, episode 12, for your team? Or did you model behavior that was detrimental or bad? What benefit do you get out of focusing on the things that you cannot control? I can't seem to think of a single benefit, but there is a lot of frustration that goes along with it. Instead of focusing on things you cannot control, accept them and move your focus onto the next thing that you can control. When looking at a scenario, remember to avoid using always and never terminology. Always and never are absolutes, and they are rarely true in a situation.
Instead, view things with an open mind and try to look at things as they actually are instead of putting an always or never spin on it. For example, coach always praises that athlete and never talks to me. Instead, coach keeps pointing out what the athlete is doing right. I should look at what they are doing and ask the coach what I should do differently. Minimizing or getting rid of using always and never will will also make it easier to do the next step, which is to look at the situation in the best or most productive way possible. Worrying about the outcome, which you really don't have much control over, can be a self-fulfilling prophecy. For example, if you're worried about dropping the ball and you are focused on not making a mistake, then you are not focusing on your opponent and looking for cues that will help to put you in the right position on the court or field to be successful. Instead, imagine a positive scenario, episode nine, and this will help give you the confidence, episode five, to focus on the right things at the right time in order to make the correct decisions. The final thing that I want to touch on is dealing with uncertainty is to limit avoiding. Often when we have a decision or a situation that we are not sure how to handle or what is going to come out of it, we avoid or ignore or procrastinate making the decision. Not all uncertainty is bad. Have you heard of the fight or flight response? It is triggered by the release of hormones that tell your body to either stay and deal with a perceived threat or to run away to safety. Thank you, Goldstein DS, for your definition of the adrenal response to stress. Physical responses such as pupils dilating and increased heart rate get your body ready to take action. This is helpful when we are in a life and death situation. Sometimes this response will come on when we are playing our sport. If the response comes on too strongly, then it makes us anxious and sometimes causes us to freeze or be unable to make a decision. If you are having a hard time making a decision that will affect what you are doing in the future, remember that even though the decision is difficult, not making the decision will have the consequences as well. To review, some tools to help you deal with uncertainty are, number one, do some type of relaxation or activity when you are feeling frustrated or uncertain. Number two, let go of things that you cannot control and focus on things that you can control. Number three, visualize positive scenarios. Number four, limit avoidance. For more information, or if you have questions, please do not hesitate to contact me at rattoconsulting.com. That's R-A-T-T-O-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G.com or email me at laura at radoconsulting.com. And remember, to improve is to change. To be perfect is to change often. Winston Churchill. Socrates also said, the secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. Have a great week.